0: Just when you thought you might have a fear of failure and you find out it may be the fear of success that's holding you back. Listen in as the two business guys discuss how to get over your fear of success and get on to making the kind of money your business deserves. Enjoy. This business podcast, the two business guys Mastermind uncovers for you secrets and share tips and tricks to entrepreneurship as they mastermind on how to have startup, operational, and overall business success so that you can go on to get better results. Enjoy. So, hey, Rob, man, I know what we want to talk about today is um, I think something that a lot of us feel, and that is... um, fear of failure, but then there's this other flip to the coin, isn't it? The fear of success, Mm
1: -hmm. right? And
0: then what does that look like? And I know you've written about it in your book. I I was looking at on page uh, 44 of your book, Mm
1: -hmm. talking about
0: how planning helps. We want to dive into that, everybody. We're going to be talking about, you know, the fear of success and how it can affect whether you're going to do any kind of scaling in your business, Mm -hmm. right? It is so important. The two business guys are masterminding on this today. And I tell you, I have felt it myself. Right. I'm saying, you know, you're right on the precipice. You're right there on the edge of something awesome. And for some reason, here comes a monkey wrench. And you and you look <laughs> down and you go, Oh my goodness, the, the monkey wrench is in my hand. Mm-hmm. Has that been a situation where it was fear of success? Or the responsibility of what comes next. I'm working with some people right now that are suffering from it, making good money in their business, but will not go to that next level.
1: Mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. that they
0: can't. There are all indications, Rob shows, that they can. Yep. Right. But then, why won't they go to this next level? What What can you, what can you share with us about this, man? What is this? Yes. This fear of success <sighs> stuff.
2: So so one of the interesting things, because, you know, there, there's three major causes for procrastination that we talk about in the book and in, in, in the obstacles sec, um, chapter. And one of them is the fear of failure. Right. The, the fear of kind of the ridicule, the humiliation, the putting the energy in and it not working. And that's a big one. Another one is just the overwhelm of how do I do all of this stuff? Ooh, but the one that you're talking about today is a particular one, because this is one that most people don't realize is happening. Right. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't pop up. And it's it, and it's not it's not something that people like to be seen. You know, it's not a problem that people like to be seen having. Right. Mm-hmm. When, you, when, you t- when you tell somebody well, you're afraid of being successful. Right. Immediately, you know, the, 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 the their, their spine, you know, gets up, the defensive walls get up and they, get, they start to get mad. And it's, it's one of those things that it's, it's hard for us to even admit to ourselves because what sense does it make that I'm afraid of the thing that I want? Right. And that's what that's what kind of happens in that internal dialogue is that people really spend their time kind of spinning their wheels because there's a bit of cognitive dissonance. Right. Um, there's a there's a bit of I know I want this thing, but I'm also afraid of getting it. And 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 but I don't know why I'm afraid of getting it. So I can't even admit that I'm afraid of getting it. Right. And so people feel they get stuck in these gears or, or in, in these. Any, um, you know, these cycles of self-sabotage and of procrastination and of, of of just not taking the next step. And it's, it's I know for a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with, it's really, it's really frustrating because they don't know why. Mm. And so what what, what I want to do today, and, and I'm glad you brought this topic up, Randy, because I want to kind of just walk through a, a little bit of that and you and I can talk about it, kind of tell some of our stories. Because I think that one of the things is just being okay to have this problem, Right. I know that for me it's been something that I that I've dealt with at different times different times in my life and and what it basically looks like is there's a there's a fear like I said it's an it's it's almost indescribable but it's just a it's it's a gut sense it's a gut feeling of right ultimately what if what if everything works what if I am successful am I prepared for it am I ready to handle it and and what it really boils down to is are you really as awesome as you think you are mm. Right. Uh, and that's that's one of those things that, yeah, that's one of those things that it's, it's so difficult for people because it, it's like it sets you up to to question everything. Right. Most entrepreneurs and most, you know, su- you know highly successful people, they feel like there's some sort of destiny. They're, they feel like there's something that they were called to do, that there's something that they, that's important to them, that they that they need to do. And the thing about being successful is it's not the test of getting there. Right. It's the test of staying there. And for a lot of people, what they worry about is, am I going to be good enough? If I'm successful, am I going to be good enough to stay there? Or are they going to have the kind of 15 minutes of flame, the, the vanilla ice or the, the the MC Hammer story where you get there and then you fall away? And that is a fear that is that is it is deep rooted. Right. It's, it's not it, it's it's the opposite of failure. Right. Right. Because failure is I tried something and it didn't work. But to succeed and then not be able to keep it is one of those things that basically says, were you worthy of having it in the first place?
0: So it's kind of a, you know, I can get there, but can I maintain it? Exactly. and Because we know our own lives. Right. We know our own habits. We know our tendencies. We know, you know, whether or not we're suffering from, you know, new shiny thing syndrome. And we go, you know, uh-huh, if I get uh-huh. to this pinnacle, what will distract me? Right? Will I stay there? And this is what I'm telling you, man. When I looked this up and was uh, thinking about bringing this and saying, you know, how it's affecting some of the people that I work with, uh, and in your case, people you work with, I looked uh-huh. it up, man. It's it's written about on Healthline, very well, Mind, uh-huh. Forbes, Hack. and then when I came across stuff in psychology psychology today talking about fear of success, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the things that they talked about in the article was that success and trauma almost being like two sides of the same coin because there's a feeling you get with trauma, but then that that, that some people have this fear that success is going to bring some of those same feelings that trauma brought. And it was, that that just blew my mind, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the article Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. and they're talking about, you know, this is a real big thing. And I thought, man, how many of our entrepreneurs don't know how to transition from this? And that's why I wanted to come on because, you know, in your book, Thriving in Chaos, you talk about that. You talk Mm -hmm. about planning. I I want us to really dive into that a little bit. How can, when we have these feelings, like I could be very, very successful, then you have the, the feeling that, um well, but I don't know if I can maintain it um, or it's related to trauma in some way, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you say, hey, planning allows us to refrain from developing outsized fears. That's right on page mm-hmm. 44. Expand mm-hmm. on that for me.
2: So the whole idea as we jump to, and, you know, because planning is the solution to this problem. And the reason it's the solution to this problem is because it makes us ask ourselves, the important questions before it actually happens. It makes us actually look at all of the options, right? And what planning allows us to do is it allows us to see the things in the light of day, if you would, right? A lot of times, um, I, I I I I I make the analogy that you know our fears, especially the the ones that kind of pop up and and that, that, that bother us, those are largely our boogeyman right like you remember mm-hmm. when you was a kid and you ain't want to like the, 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 under, under the bed, bed and in right <laughs> and in the closet like anywhere Mine it was, darn- was a chuck
0: wagon it, <laughs> right? i would always see the chuck wagon as soon as i went up to the top of the stairs chuck wagon you guys you know anyway
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly right and it was like i didn't want to put my feet on the floor or i was worried about the closet the closet door had to be closed yeah. stuff like that and the, the the crazy thing about it was it was because because we didn't actually look at it and one of the things that my parents had me do is when I was afraid of the dark they would come in they like come in they turn on the light they we look in the closet we put move stuff around we turn off the light we look in the closet and move stuff around like it ain't nothing in there all right you good okay and what was interesting about it was by facing it right and now here's the key I didn't face it on my own I faced it with my, fa- my parents people who I felt like could protect me from the boogeyman and then I found out that the boogeyman didn't exist. And for entrepreneurs and for people that are growing, one of the things that they deal with, there's a, there's a lot of questions that they come up and I, and I wanna be clear here. These are legitimate issues in the abstract. They're legitimate issues until you face them, right? So one of the questions that pops up for people, will my friends still look at me the same when I'm successful, That's right? right. Will my family still accept me when I'm successful? Will I have to let go of people that I care about in order to maintain that success? Will I have to become a different person in order to maintain that success? These are legitimate, real questions that people are dealing with and The issue is we don't actually know the answers to those questions. So it becomes this, this, this situation where, Oh my God, my success could change my life and it could change it for the worse. Mm. Right. And so it's important that we plan. And part of the planning process is to look at what are the potential and the, the, the likely outcomes of these things that we're talking about. Right. What are the potential outcomes of, um, of, if you're successful and your friends look at you differently, right? Like, is that something to do with them or is that something to do with you, right? Like, that's did you right. change, did they change? And if your friends are going to look at you differently and treat you differently, how? what does that say about them? And are you willing to maintain them as your friends if that's how they're gonna treat you, right? Yeah. But, but we don't wanna ask those questions because that, again, creates all of these different feelings. And so, ultimately, what you want to do is you want to be able to have a coach. You want to be able to have somebody who can walk through that with you. Somebody who's been through this fire before who can walk through it with you because these are difficult questions. I don't want to gloss over it and make it seem as if these are questions that are easy and you can just take care of them by yourself. Now, some people, right, strong will, but but their questions are going to be different than these. But most of the times when, when I'm dealing with people that are, that are worried about their success, they're worried about how it's going to affect their immediate family, their spouse, their children, et cetera, as far as their time that they have available. They're worried about how it's going to affect their friendships, right? Especially for entrepreneurs who don't have any entrepreneurs in their friend group, right? Because then you start making decisions that don't make sense to other people. Uh-huh. You start not going on vacation or you start taking time and taking money and, and putting it over here. You start investing and people aren't understanding that because it seems like you're spending way too much money to do the stuff that you're doing, to get training, to get, to get coaching, to get mentorship, exactly. to get masterminding, yeah. to do all the rest of that type of stuff because they don't understand the principles of, of, of investing. All of those things are difficult to deal with. It, it leaves you feeling like you're out on an island on your own. All on right? your by yourself, yeah. And so to your to your original question, the planning aspect of it is set up. And, you know, we go through a process. You talk about smart goals and you talk about, you know, looking at what are the real obstacles? What are the, the things that we don't really understand um, and, and, and getting deep, deeper into them? But the whole key is what planning allows you to do is it allows you to Deal with these questions in a safe environment. Uh-huh. It allows you to deal with these questions before the pressure of the moment forces you to deal with these questions. And that's the that's, that's the that's the power of it.
0: And I, I was talking uh, last night. We were at a, an event last night, and I was talking with one of the guys there, Oliverio. And you know, we were talking about the I call them the what the if then situations, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if this happened, then we do this. And I think sometimes the entrepreneurs don't have that. Now, what's next? That Mm -hmm. if I get successful, then what?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. And then there's a void, right? There's this, oh, my gosh, I worked all this time. I thought I would get there and it happened too soon or it happened earlier. Now they're sitting around going, I have no other regal. I have no other you know but and this is where I, I really love when we hear people talk about process versus goals right mm-hmm. and then you we've kind of gone back and forth a little bit about this right and you'll say well you got to have a goal and i says well i'm really of the mind that process matters because if you have a process you continue with the process
1: mm-hmm. if you
0: have a goal and a don't hit it now you're disappointed oh mm-hmm. my gosh did it wasn't too big it wasn't a smart goal but then if you make this goal and you hit it, then the void happens. Whereas mm-hmm. if you have a process, you go back the next day, continue the process, and more things happen, right? Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I was talking with, um, this guy is not a client, but I was helping him out doing, he was asking me some other questions about uh, his business. And man, this guy's business was booming and it was so new. His, one of his biggest fears was, he says, listen, a lot of my mates, right? Because he, he's from the UK. Mm-hmm and uh he says a lot of my mates they're they're not working you know they they suffered through this pandemic stuff and here i am making all this money online
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it affected them right yeah. so because Sur- when i looked at the business
1: guilt.
0: yeah exactly right i says when i looked at the businesses your business is ready for gas to be poured on it <laughs> so that it could just explode right and I'm telling you, because it was in a great niche, it was, he's he's very, very well in, knowledgeable in this niche and uh-huh. he's new to the niche. I says, you better do it before marketers get in there. Mm-hmm, I'm not going to mm-hmm. even say the niche. So if you're if you're listening, my friend, my UK friend, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spill the beans, right? <laughs> but uh because I says when marketers get in, we're we're just looking for niches that, that could sell things, right?
1: Mm-hmm,
0: and mm-hmm. uh uh he's an expert in this area, but man, I'm telling you, so I wanted him to immediately get connected with some of the ad guys that I use and so that they can, you know, you know, pour the gas because they are good at that and make mm-hmm. this a multi-million dollar business. And I can imagine his particular business becoming a multi-million dollar business within a year. I mean, like really soon because of the kind of engagement he's getting, right? All organic. He doesn't run any ads, any of this stuff, right? Wow. So I'm looking at this and, I'm, and then when I said to him, I says, okay, I've, I've you know, talked to my ad guys and um, you know they'd like to have a conversation with you. And he says, I'm not ready. Now he's not ready. Now, one of the other things was, he works a job, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's a you know it's a job job, right? I mean, you have got to go do some stuff. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. what it is because I don't mm-hmm. want to give gotcha. it away. But but <laughs> it's a do thing, do job, yeah. right? So he would literally, I can literally see him being not at that job, not doing that that hard labor type stuff,
1: mm-hmm. and making a
0: pile of money. Mm-hmm. But he's got all this other stuff that he's afraid of mm-hmm. that's stopping him.
2: Exactly. Right. No, no it, it, it makes perfect sense. And, and, and you said something that was really, really powerful, right? You can see him not being at that job,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? He can see him not being at that job as well. And the issue, and this is what a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, and this is why we, this is why the first part of the Thriving in Chaos method is defining success, right? Right. Because it helps you to overcome and to deal with a lot of these issues that we're dealing with here. Because, again, and this is where this is why I talk about it's not either or it's a both. And when we talk about process Mm -hmm, and goals, mm -hmm. because what happens is, yes, the process can get you there, but the goal setting is what makes the process worthwhile. The goal setting and understanding the why, right? Simon Sinek, start with why. The goal setting and saying, here is where I want to be and here's why I want to be there and here's all the benefits to being there and here's the changes that are going to have to happen in order to get there and all the rest of that type of stuff and getting your head wrapped around that goal and understanding why you're going there then allow you to stay committed during the process. And so every time you're wondering about, because the fear of success happens when you start on that process and you can see it inevitably. And what happens is exactly what you just said. People start to see that they're gonna be successful and then they start worrying about, oh shoot, what happens when I get there? But when you start with defining success, We deal with all of that, those issues on the front end. We think about what happens when you get there. Why is it important that you're there? What does being there help you to achieve? How does it align with your life purpose? How does it, you you said something that I thought was really, really important earlier that I wanted to circle back to as well. What happens after you achieve? What happens after you reach the goal? Mm -hmm. And that's a really important piece as well. What happens after is crucial. And what happens is most people only plan to the goal. Right. And so plan to the goal. Right. And that's where that fear comes back tenfold, because here's the key. The goal is a life well lived. The goal is a life lived in accordance to your purpose. The goal Mm -hmm. is a life lived in alignment. The goal is to leave this journey having fulfilled your purpose. Mm -hmm. But most people only focus on the next goal in that line instead of understanding the total. And so in Thriving in Chaos, one of the things that you know that we do in the book is, we don't talk about the next goal until we talk about the largest goal, right? We look at what is your purpose? Why are you here? What is the gift that you have? What is the 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 the, the, the greatness that is within you that you are designed to manifest? That's what we look at first because everything else needs to fit in alignment with that. Now, once you do that process, it answers a lot of those questions. What if my people change? What if they do this? What if they do that? When you see the longer trajectory, you see that even if they change for a year or so, I can go back and I can work with them. I can talk to them. I can get them training. I can get them counseling. I can get them coaching because of my success, because of where I'm at. But you only see that if you get past the moment of friction, right? Man.
0: Okay. Entrepreneurs, if you're listening to this, I'm You know, tell us, you know, tell us in the comments, right? We had one uh, that had like, you know, over 50 comments. They were just talking back and forth about different things. We want to hear Are you out there right now fearing success? You know, are you feeling what we're talking about? Have you experienced that? What was that like? Share some of that stuff with us. We want to hear this stuff in the comments because, you know, this is an important topic. Now we could be, you know, talking about NFTs, and we could be talking about, you know, you know, DAOs, and we could be talking about cryptocurrencies and all this kind of stuff. But listen, talking about that stuff doesn't matter if you can't get past some of the things that will affect you going forward. Some of these emotional things, right? Some of these psychological things that could, you know, a, a, on one hand, benefit generations to come because if you build it right it can affect generations to come right but yet if you can't get past the what happens next in your business can't get past Mm -hmm. this fear of success build it for what right right and again sometimes when we're listening to this stuff i can tell you honestly these are things that we have felt we've experienced
1: Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i
0: can tell you times when i was in you know in school and i'm thinking to myself man you know, what happens after I get this degree? Do I move the goalposts or do I raise my hands in victory? What happens then? Right. You know, and if I didn't have an answer to that, then I was in trouble. And I remember when I got out of, uh, you know, grad school, I didn't have an answer for that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I I thought, man, I don't want to just go and get more schooling
1: because I learned
0: while I was in grad school that I'm putting in a lot of time and there was really no guarantee on the other end, right?
2: Exactly.
0: Right. So I decided to do something different, right? I said, well, I'm going to get a PhD in doing (laughs) and trying different things. Literally, I said it like that in trying different things in experiencing new stuff, put myself in situations where I didn't know anything about the subject matter, right? And it is one of the things that um, made me come off the corporate job, that made me come off the secure nine to five because I needed to test myself, put myself in situations, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I was constantly trying, constantly putting a process in place to learn something new, constantly feeding back into myself, right? All these kinds of things are what keeps you going and keeps you saying, well, the process is working. And if the process works, I will get to go. Right, I tell you, but it was tough, Rob. And you know, one of the things that you talked about, and this is on uh, in Thriving in Chaos, right? You said um, facing our fears head on allows us to take away the power fears ha- fear has over us. Mm-hmm. Right? Talk a little bit about that, man. Facing it head on. I mean, that sounds <sighs> easy, but I mean, you know, fears are strong.
2: Right? Right? right. Well, yes and no. Right. So the thing that we have to understand about fear is that fear is an emotional response, right? Fear is an emotional response to a number of different stimuli. And what most people don't understand is that the largest stimulus of fear is the unknown.
0: Mm. And I got to take notes on that, Mm. y'all.
2: Right? So the, the, the thing that our brain, right, Evolution has wired us to to fear the unknown because danger lurks in the unknown, right? Things can reach out and grab us. Things can snatch us. Most things that are dangerous to our survival happen to us when we can't see them, when we are unaware of their presence, right? A snake that's sitting in the middle of a field where all the grass is low and it's coiled up, no one would ever get bit by. Right. Except for the people that's like, ooh, let me go touch the snake. Right. And, you know, that's survival of the fittest. So we'll let them ride. Right. Like, but for the normal person, no rattlesnake sitting in the middle of a field, you hear the rattle, you see the rattlesnake, you create a wide path, you never get bit by it. Because even though it is a fearful thing, even though it is a, let me rephrase, even though it is a dangerous thing, because you have notice of it, because you are aware of it. It's not as scary like, oh, I'm not gonna walk that way. And you can't go on with your life. You good. Mm -hmm. Same snake sitting in same spot with grass that's higher than the snake. You hear the rattle and your fear is elevated 10X Mm -hmm. because you don't know where the snake is. And so now every step is precarious. Every step is dangerous. The only thing that's changed is that we are not aware of where the danger is coming from, right? And so oftentimes in life, because we're not aware, we're, we have a sense of danger, but we're not aware of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because of the fact that our tendency is to avoid the danger, but if you don't know how to avoid it because you can't locate it, then your fear is elevated. Ah,
1: yeah, because yeah. you
2: can't control, right? Whether or not you encounter the fear thing. And so the point that I'm making is, in that instance, your best bet is to work to find the snake, right? carefully, like you're going to walk it. up on it, right? Go right toward it. Mm-hmm. Because the closer you get to it, the more you can see, okay, it's just one snake. It's not 15 snakes. It's right. And, and you get more information about it and you get an ability to circumscribe that fear to, to relegate it to what it actually is. It's one snake in the grass sitting still. Okay. Now I'm going to move around and move around. <laughs> I, can, I can do whatever I need to do with it. Right. Right. And if I'm a snake wrangler, then I can go ahead and put it in a bag or do whatever. <laughs> if you I got need. that kind but,
0: of skill, yep, exactly, yeah. Exactly. If you <laughs> got
2: that kind of skill. But at the end of the day, once you have located the, 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 the source of the fear, you can truly evaluate what level of, 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 of importance you mm-hmm. need to give to it. Mm-hmm. And so often in our lives, we are so used to just the avoidance metric, right? Measure that we don't realize that there's certain things that you can't avoid because you don't know enough about them to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Right. There's certain things where it's kind of like you remember that little kids' toy, the 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 the, the finger um handcuffs, right? They call oh, them like yeah, Chinese yeah. handcuffs, right? <laughs> yes. It's 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 such a a brilliant design because the whole thing about it is in pulling your fingers out, you actually make it tighter, tighter. and lock yourself up more. Mm-hmm. Right. So the thing that is our natural inclination to do is the thing that actually makes it.
0: Worse. Man, that's that's powerful, Rob. And I think I can understand why planning and having a at least an understanding of what to do next. Should you and I like I say these if-then scenarios, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I hit my level, then I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. or if i don't and this is what you know Oliveria and i were talking about it's like you know you if then it right i call it dueling whiteboards or whatever it is mm-hmm. right you, you just yep, say
2: beta testing split testing
0: yeah yep. all that red green you know all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. if you can do that in your business as you're starting it out i know you got a lot of other stuff to think about but this just allows you to understand that you know what it could go well or cannot go well but if it does go well let's do this next Exactly. Right. Let's plan for that. Now, this is something you said, um, the Thriving in Chaos Method. Mm -hmm. Now, for for those that may be new or or haven't heard this before, tell us a little bit about the Thriving in Chaos Method. I know you wrote the book, but you've got a method. I've come to some of the classes and stuff like that. We've done webinars on this stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that
2: yeah so basically one of the things that I realized is that a lot of and professionals entrepreneurs highly highly achieving people right high performing people get to this point in their lives where they start to burn out where they start to feel like what's the point right why am I on this hamster wheel just continuing to do all of this work over and over and over again and not really feeling like I'm getting a lot of success and it goes mm-hmm. there's a number of different factors that go into that you talked about the fact that we sabotage ourselves that we that we pull ourselves back that we um that we get into a space where we see success up there and we're like, oh, I don't know. And we're even unaware of it, right? This whole fear of success. But there's a number of other factors that, that, that play into it. But there's a, there's a con- constant feeling that people have, which is, I know I should be achieving more, but there's something in my way and I don't know what it is. And so I created the Thriving in Chaos m- Method In order to help people to move from just managing other people's responsibilities with their time, right? That's what we learn as we grow up. We learn how to move and mold our time around the important things of other people, right? From your parents, to your spouse, to your kids, to your teachers, to your bosses, to everybody else. We fit our lives around what they think is important. (laughs) right? And so the Thriving in Chaos method is... How do you flip that narrative how do you make sure that you're living a life of fulfillment how do you make sure that you're living a life of success and satisfaction how do you make sure that every day you're excited about the things that you're doing because you know that they're moving you closer towards your destiny closer towards your purpose so that you're manifesting the greatness that is within you and not either or but and you're taking care of those people that you love you're finding win-win scenarios and helping other people to grow and to get the things that they need in life and so what we come what we came up with is five steps that i call the time mastery formula so that you can become a master of your time and maximize your your the time that you have on this earth instead of being a manager of other people's responsibilities with your time and those five steps are basically this number 1 you have to define success that's key you have define to understand it. what your why is where you're going what the whole purpose is right and that's because step 2 is part of this planning that we're talking about. You have to make sure that all of your goals and everything that you're doing in your life are aligned towards that North Star, right? Towards that purpose, right? You wanna align your goals and your priorities to make sure that you're going in the right direction every day to make sure that everything that you're doing and everything that other people ask you to do are moving you in this direction, right? The third thing, the third step is to set your priorities or to schedule your priorities, right? It's nice to know what your priorities are, but there's a whole bunch of people that wake up every day knowing what they want to get done in a day. But because that thing doesn't have a time block on your day, it interestingly never gets done.
0: And that is so funny and real.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right? And so we wake up and we know I want to accomplish this, I want to accomplish that, I want to accomplish this. But because we don't actually set the time and we don't block it out and we don't say, this is the most important thing and therefore nothing else can take this time, it doesn't get done. So we, Mm -hmm. we have to learn how to schedule priorities In a way that ensures that they get done. And the fourth Mm -hmm. step is how you deal with realities, the chaos, if you would, of life, which is you have to learn how to handle interruptions. Because just because you said it doesn't mean that the rest of the universe is going to be like, okay, you said you want to go that way. so We're (laughs) not going to bother you. Right. No, people are going to challenge you. People are going to come to you. People are going to need you people are going to have emergencies that is the chaos of life and so many people go through life trying to manage the chaos they try to get the chaos outside to calm down and that is an exhausting enterprise it's like it's like the analogy you always use it's like trying to boil the ocean right like you could spend all your life (laughs) right you trying to do that? it's not going to happen that chaos has been chaos since time immemorial right Mm -hmm. If you read through any of the of the different, you know, wisdom books and wisdom literature of different cultures all over society, guess what? Everywhere in the beginning was chaos. Mm-hmm. Right. And then some deified figure, if you're Christian, it was God. If right, you got you got different religions, but they talk about, and then God created order out of the chaos. Right. 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 But understand that the chaos didn't go away. The chaos was still there. There was just order that was placed within it. And that's the thing that you have to understand to thrive, you don't have to change the chaos. You have to change you. You have to learn and understand how to manage and how to order yourself. And you can thrive while the chaos is still running rampant. And the last step, the fifth step that we talk about, right? Because we talk about step four is handling interruptions and how do you set and enforce boundaries? Step five then is how do you change you? How do you sustain the transformation by hacking habit? How do you make it so that your your habits make you successful. Because one of the things that people don't really understand is that 40 to 50% of the decisions that you make in a day, you make subconsciously. You're not even aware that you're making them. And if you can make those decisions, decisions that perpetually produce positive results, you can put your thriving on autopilot. And so in the five steps, we teach people how to go through that process. And how to begin to live the life that they were born to live, how to begin to manifest the greatness that is within them, and how to truly master their time.
0: All right, guys, you know, if if y'all didn't hear that, right? Now I'm taking notes and I've heard this like a million times, but I'm still taking notes because each time I hear it, it becomes even more reinforcing and more powerful. If you've slid, if you've slid off a path, hearing it again puts you back on path, right? Now you heard it one, define success, two, goal alignment, right? Uh, Three, set and schedule uh, priorities. Can you see how much sense this is making? If you know what your uh, definition of what success means, you know when you got there, right? So then goal alignment, you can literally say, I'm on track. So when things happen, life happens, I'm on track. And then uh, setting and scheduling priorities, now, you tell me about the power of that. We got all the tools, right? We've got checklists. We've got journal planners. What? We've got Google. We got everything that allows us to do this. Now, I have seen Rob's schedule, and I can tell you. He would say to me, if you can find some time in here, go ahead and plug in. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's like, hey, Rob, when we have time to meet, if you uh, let me send you my schedule. If you can find time in there, let's go ahead and schedule it. Oh, okay. But, and it's all blocked off, right? Different colors, the whole thing is beautiful, mm-hmm. right? And then um, I like this one too, Rob, on uh, number four, you said how to deal with, with uh, the reality of life, right? The chaos of life, stuff is happening. I hear this all the time with entrepreneurs, right? That I'm working with. They'll say, hey, life is happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right mm-hmm. when they're on the precipice, I'm sorry for using that word, y'all. Right <laughs> when you're on the edge of success, all of a sudden, sometime they disappear. It's like what just happened to so and so entrepreneur. Well, life jumped on them because, as Rob says, life is not just gonna you know stop It says, "Oh yeah, I understand you got this goal. We'll we'll, we'll sit back for uh, an an hour a day a year." No, life is gonna continually come at you with stuff, even more so, until you get this framework, until you get this method in place. Now, you know, Rob and I, we've done some smaller uh, webinars and seminars on this stuff. And I I think I've got a couple of them now. I've leave some links to it, but if you want to jump into one of his bigger programs, I'm gonna make sure that he's leaving some links for you so that you guys can just click here and find out how you can start thriving in this chaos and getting over this stuff, right? And then number five, you said, most important, everybody, how to change yourself, how to hack your habits, because if you've developed the habit of letting people in, if you've developed a habit of other people's emergency becoming your priorities, (laughs) right? If you don't have these kinds of methods in place, then you don't even know what to say, Mm -hmm. right? And I know, you know, having gone through some of your programs, Rob, I know how you suggest people could respond to things that come at them Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and the power of that, right? right. One that we just talked about, hey, uh, here's my schedule. I'm not saying no. Right. I'm just showing you my schedule.
2: Right. Right, find a place that works and for you. you. Cuz I don't like, want like, oh, I don't want to cool. give you something that doesn't work for you. Here. Here's what I have. Find a place that works for you and we're good. If you can't find a place that works for you, I understand that too. I'm not angry, but realize that you can't find a place for you. That's not that's not my issue. Right? That doesn't work with your
0: schedule. And it's so brilliant. The first time he rolled that out, I was pissed. I'll tell you, I was like, hey man, I thought we were friends. And it was like, we are. And because I'm your friend, I'm not saying no. Exactly. I'm saying, here's what I have and here's what you know is available to me. And I felt bad because it was full. So now imagine <laughs> you're out there as an entrepreneur and you're trying to get your grind on, you're trying to make your money, you're trying to change your family's whole generationally, change their income and their outlooks. And somebody is always coming in and say, hey, could you do this? Could you do this? Could you take me here? Could you do this for me? Could you do this for free? Could you show up for this uh, conference? Could you do this thing? And you're saying to yourself, how in the heck am I ever going to be successful if I can't even concentrate long enough? Mm-hmm. Right? I think it's Jane... Cleary in his book uh is it James Cleary, right? Uh his book yep, Atomic Habits, yep,
2: Atomic Evans, yeah. He talks
0: a lot about this, man. And I skimmed yes. the book. I, I just kind of went over it and I was like, this is it was so powerful. I, I didn't even want to read the rest of the book. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I knew if I read it <laughs> that I had no other excuses. Now, <laughs> think about this now. Sometimes why we avoid some of this stuff. This is real. Why we mm-hmm. avoid some of this stuff is because if I now know what to do and I'm still not doing it what is it mm-hmm.
2: saying exactly exactly i literally and said that, that
0: to somebody the other day it, you know and this is why i said why haven't you jumped into some of the you know stuff that well because once you know i'm not ready for mm-hmm. the responsibility that <clears throat> comes from knowing now mm-hmm. what to do
2: exactly is that the and
0: reason why you're fearing success that and that question. piece
2: right there that piece right there is really is really important right because again we've been and and and, and stephen covey puts this beautifully in the seven habits of highly effective people. I love the way that he explains this process. For those of you all that are watching around the world, you've seen kind of the Americanization of this and this kind of independence idea. And there's a strong sense of right. Our goal is to go from being dependent to being independent. Independent is the pinnacle of adulthood. Right. (laughs) I don't need anybody. I can take care of myself, pull myself up by my bootstraps, all the different cliches. Right. (laughs) And it's so short-sighted and so actually immature. And James, uh, I'm not, not James, uh, Stephen Covey talks about this and explains. The actual pinnacle of human development is understanding your role vis-a-vis all the other human beings that you interact with in your society because we are communal People, We are communal beings. We are about our individual selves and our community. There's no such thing as a self-made millionaire. There's a millionaire that worked really hard and had a lot of people that helped or her. Always. There's no such thing as a self-made billionaire. There's a billionaire that worked really hard had to do what they needed to do, but had a whole bunch of people that helped them as well. And those people benefited and they had an interdependent relationship. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. this is where synergy comes from because synergy is the idea that two people working together, one plus one doesn't equal two because the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Mm -hmm. Synergy, with with synergy, one plus one equals a thousand, one plus one equals 10,000, one plus one equals a million, one plus one equals infinite return. Because what you don't know is what happens when the two of you come together and are able to then grow. And the the, the reason that that's so important is because so many people are trying to do it on their own because we're living under the independent motif. And what's so powerful and what's so important for people to get is that you're not supposed to get it on your own. Right. You can go on your own and it will take you forever to learn a lot of the stuff that you're trying to learn, because it's exactly that. It's not the knowledge. That's the issue. It's the habits. It's the behavior. And oftentimes it's the fact that you need someone to support you through those tough moments. That's the benefit of coaching. That's the benefit of masterminding. That's the benefit of a network. That's the benefit of a group that you can have with you that can support you in the Marine Corps. We never go anywhere alone. You always have a buddy. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. Because the idea is you're not expected to do the job by yourself. Even our sniper teams go in pairs. There's a spotter and there's a shooter. Everywhere, we understand the power of having multiple people together. Because there are things that can happen in that synergistic space that far outstrip what either one of them could have done individually.
0: Wow. That's good stuff.
2: And so I say that to you all to, to kind of hopefully release you from this feeling of you need to, just cause you know, you're going to actually do. That's actually not the case. Most of my clients know exactly what they need to be doing. The issue is they don't know what's keeping them from doing it. Ooh, they, they don't understand what's in their way, right?
0: Just because that, you know, mm-hmm. just because you know, doesn't mean you'll do
2: exactly
0: man we got i gotta unpack that right we've got right. some minutes left we're gonna unpack yeah, that everybody. yeah no no
2: no and it's, it's how many important.
0: of you are out there feeling that right now right we we've got and this is something that i'm building a, a a little bit of a talk a course or something like that i don't know how i'm gonna pull it out yet is uh, on that subject you know all that you know you all you know all that you need to know but what is stopping you from the do exactly right you've got YouTube. You've got information. Overload ideas galore was stopping you from the do. And I'm building out something I don't want to reveal it right now, but uh, it's it's coming, y'all. I'll say a little bit. It's called Your Goal Mate. And it is about that. Okay, you got all this information, bring that with you because I'm going to Mm -hmm. be your goal mate and I'm Mm going to get you to where you're trying to go. Now, combine what Rob is talking about here, knowing and defining your success. What does it look like? That's one of the things that you know, I'll probably have Rob come in and we'll do this thing like that, right? So here's what you're trying to get to. Well, <sighs> how do you define that? What mm. does that look like? And then let's align it. And once you do that, then we're gonna take off and go and get to your goal, right? Exactly. Be because, your goal
2: in, mate. because in this space, and I, and I love that, that, that concept, right? Because the whole idea is that you wanna have somebody that, that's walking with you, that's been down the pathway, that can help you to understand. Because there's a number of things other than lack of knowledge that become obstacles. And so many times we, we feel like the obstacle is, I just don't know where to go. I don't know what, what Mm -hmm. pathway to go. Right. But I want you to think about it. There are things that happen. Perfect example, Google maps. You can map out the route to where you're going, Mm -hmm. but there are things that can happen along the way that even if they're on the map, you don't know how to overcome them, right? So, for example, if there's a traffic accident, it's on the Google map. You see it; the thing turns red and says "accident right here" and all the rest of that type of stuff. But the question is, do you know how to go around it?
0: Because if <laughs> you don't we, know we how to go around it, before we take a left here, take a look. It's like, but I'm not familiar with this route, and then you end up somewhere else.
2: Exactly. And if you don't know how to go around it, what happens is. You get to that thing, you know exactly what it is, but you don't know how to overcome that obstacle. Mm -hmm. And when you don't know how to overcome that obstacle, you get into your freeze response. Many people think that there's just fight or flight. No, there's freeze first. Everyone freezes first. And that is the period of time where you're observing and you're orienting to the situation because you don't know whether to fight or to flee yet. You don't have enough information to know whether to fight or to flee. So you freeze.
0: So that's Man, that's the third F. I had never heard the third F. Mm -hmm. There's fight, flight, but before that, there's freeze. Exactly. And then in that moment, all kinds of stuff can happen. Mm.
2: Exactly. And most people are not even aware of the freeze element of it, but it happens to everybody. And part of the reason that you do the routine, the routinization of, 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 problem solving is because it shortens that freeze space. Because when you have routines already, your brain has lots of options to choose from in that fight or flight response. But when you only have when you have zero options to choose from in this situation or this scenario, your brain is literally paralyzed.
0: It's, I don't know what to do. Mm. Right. And that's interesting, Rob. I like that. I like that, man. You know, that's the hacking of your habits, right?
1: Mm. When your
0: habits are hacked in such a good way that the response is immediate. It's like when we see the you know our superheroes, right? And I used to watch a lot of the James Bond stuff. And I'm thinking, how did he know how to do that? Well, <laughs> he has done so many things. MacGyver, exactly, right? If you guys exactly. remember MacGyver. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, well, how did he know to use dental floss to get out of jail? I mean, because yeah, exactly. he's done so many different right. scenarios. Repetitions. And been able to hack <laughs> stuff, add mm-hmm. stuff, bring in stuff that you do and know. And you've done it so many times. Exactly. I can see the need for that kind of consistency, walking along somebody walking along with someone but how many of us are doing this stuff mm-hmm. right i mean we you know, rob and i were talking earlier about this this movie or this show that it's been on a little while but we kind of revisited it. and this is um uh what's the name of that show rob the undercover billionaire, uh, undercover, billionaire. undercover billionaire right now i had mentioned it to rob because I said, man you got to watch this show because i had watched just one part of an episode and rob says i watched them all And let me tell you, so what did I do? I go and I binge them all too, right? But in there, you see some things that although these folks in there are billionaires, when they are stripped of all of that, they've got one thing that they do have. They've done it before, Mm -hmm. right? So they know how to pull stuff together. And I was really surprised, especially for you solopreneurs out there to see how in certain episodes... These person, these people are put into a situation. They only got a couple of bucks. They got nothing else, and they got to now go build up a, you know, million dollar business in time frame. Yes, ninety, 90 days. days. <laughs> right? <laughs> Could you do that? But the point and they here have is none that of
2: their contacts. None of, none of, their, of their they contacts, can't call any of their friends and get a loan or do any of the rest of this type of stuff. None of that.
0: Right, and they don't have their name recognition, all that kind of stuff. Right, but they got their habits.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, they and, and then they talk about that well, one of the best things you gotta build a team. Mm -hmm. One of the next things you gotta do is, you know, find who's buying what first, Mm -hmm. then go source the product Mm -hmm. uh, in all these different ways. Now, as we think about this, right? And we talk about the success issue, right? And the fear of success. If you have a habit of getting over these types of fears, then when they show up in another situation, you've got practice. You've got habits and the mind doesn't have to freeze. It can fight or flee. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's a consideration, everybody.
2: Right. And that's action. And that gets you somewhere. Right. And the thing that's so important when we talk about mentorship is this. A guide is somebody who's not only able to kind of has been down the pathway and therefore can talk to you about certain obstacles and certain things. But more importantly, a guide is somebody to give you differing perspectives in the moment when you're dealing with all of these problems. One of the most powerful, I feel like for me, my mentors that I've had in my life, one of the most powerful things that they've been able to do is they've been able to help me to reframe my paradigm Mm -hmm. because in the moment they've been able to ask me questions when I'm saying, oh my God, this is happening and life is horrible, they're like, is that true? Here's what I see. Do you see this also? <laughs> well, now, here, if you see it this way, what does that make you do? And immediately I'm able to see the world in a different perspective because I have somebody there with me that isn't going to just go into the, you know, the downward spiral with me, isn't just gonna go into the chicken little woe is me with me
0: because they've been habits. there. They don't have
2: my habits and they don't have my perspective. Yeah. And so not only do I get to learn from their knowledge and their wisdom, but I get to benefit from their perspective. And that's what is one of the things that in in Randy's program in your goalmate mate that, that you're going to have in my program in the Thriving in Chaos and the Time Mastery Mastermind, what we bring to the table is you have my perspective to help you with what you're doing. You have the fact that I've built four businesses, three of them I built while I was working another job. And normally that job, I was doing four or five different things. I was a teacher. I was a coach. I had a uh, a, a, a network marketing business all at the same time. Right. I had I was a Marine Corps officer. I was a, um, a company commander and I owned a jujitsu school all at the same time. Like being in time crunches where I had people that were were clamoring for my time and important people right not only was i marine corps officer and a company commander and had a jiu-jitsu <laughs> business but i was a father and a husband right i wow. understand right what these things are now i've built a, a successful six-figure business as an entrepreneur and a coach and doing things in different places and all over the country i understand that space i understand what it feels like when everything seems like it's crushing in on you i understand the overwhelm i understand those things and more importantly i can help you to see your situation differently. Randy has done, I mean, he's, he's run a a, a ton of businesses. He's done like you heard him talk about, he was writing books and he was in grad school and he was working a job and right. And, 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 right. And he was running his businesses. He understands how to get things done, how to accomplish. If you look at his list of accomplishments, you'd be amazed, right? Having somebody that can walk alongside you in that space is so powerful because what it does is it takes the pressure off of you to have to know everything.
0: Yeah, we're, you know, we both, you know, read a lot of the same books. And one of the ones that we came across um, is Alex Hormozzi, right? And he talks a lot about this when he was building gyms. He says, you know, he will spend, and he spent a lot of money just to be mentored by people that are in a space that he's either interested in, you know, going in. Uh, and he says, look, and I'm finding this to be the case personally. So I have been spending a lot of money and a lot of time talking with either my online mentors, my YouTube mentors, my my book mentors, right? Or Mm -hmm. just hiring people, right? And listening to them and saying, you know what? This right here shaved off tons of time in me trying to curate all these other things, curate these books, curate these videos. What if I just sat with you? right? And paid you to take me through it faster, better, right? With less stress, because you're going to tell me all of the things that you've experienced and all the things not to do. Exactly. That's benefit, everybody. This is stuff that Rob and I offer to you. It's totally 100% up to you, right? You can jump into one of our programs individually, or you can say, I want those two to work with me and we'll work with you. We customize a lot of stuff, you know, and we make things that work for you. I, like, I love to use this term. I price it so that you can get success.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what I do. right? And if we can get you those early wins and then you can go, all right, that's cool. Then you can write us the big check. But we like to price things so that you get success.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: right? Come into some of the stuff that we're talking about. We'll leave some um, information in the description field for you. It is totally 100% again, up to you. But listen to what we're talking about. Take some of these jewels that we're dropping right now, pick them up, put them in your satchel, use them, get that early success. You see that it works. Come on back and we'll help you with some of the rest. Rob, I tell you, man, uh, the fear of success after you work with us will be no more. (laughs) You will see it and you go, yeah, I got a plan for that. (laughs) Right. Or yes. uh, I went through the classes. I went through the courses. I've experienced the things. I've read the books and I'm good. Right. Yes. So now it's like like what talked about. If you see the snake, you go, oh, I can identify it. I can know whether or not it's going to bite me and kill me. Right. Or I can go, yeah, I can run faster than that. Mm-hmm. You can decide. But there will be no more freeze. Yes. And that's the case. Yes. Eliminate one of the things that can get you hurt in business and in life. That's what we're talking about. Now, you guys, you guys thought you were coming to a business talking. You got a little self-development in there. You got a little (laughs) psychology. Well, that's what we do here. The two business guys mastermind on these things. Now we can go and pick these popular subjects, right? Get all of the views because it's all keyworded out. But we say to ourselves, is what we're talking about today, things that help you in your life? Mm-hmm. not just popular stuff, right? Because again, we could talk about cryptos all day long and we we will be talking about that pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But this is the core stuff that helps you understand the life that you're getting ready to li- uh, to, to lead in business. And you yes. get these foundational things and business becomes easier for you. That's our wish for you today, everybody. We hope that you got some value. Rob, can we leave them with something before we take off out of here? Some yes. nugget, yes, some the- one pull away.
2: There's one thing that I wanted I, I wanted to circle back to because I know we put a lot of information and in, in, in if you've been following us for any time you know that we give tons of information and information is great right but there's a there, there's a there's a tendency for people to kind of gorge on information and I wanna I wanna disabuse you of that tendency and you heard Randy talking about it before what are you applying to your life and I want you I want to leave you with this this is a quote from Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich what he said was knowledge Many people think knowledge is power, but knowledge is only potential power. Mm -hmm. Applied knowledge is actual power. In order for the knowledge to actually do something in your life, you have to use it. You have to apply it. And if you don't apply it, then it can't actually impact anything. So I want you all to take something, anything that you've heard from us in this episode or in any other episodes before, and before you hear from us again, use it apply it, make it happen in your life. And when you do that, write us Write us back in the comments, send us an email, shoot us a, a, a message on, on, on social media. Let us know how the things that you're learning are being applied and are impacting your life because that's when you will have the power.
0: And that's so powerful. And it, it kind of circles back to something you said, Rob. I even put your name by it here. Just because you know, doesn't mean you'll do. But we're asking of you, Now that you know, so you now can do. Mm -hmm. So let's get it going, everybody. And we will talk to you on our next episode.
1: Awesome. Everybody have a great one.